are back ladies and gentlemen we, we bike back yup 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 how's everybody been doing mike how's your uh how's your week been man everything good yeah man it's been a long week but we getting to the end of it and uh yeah. yes sir yes sir shout out to my son's birthday yesterday big four all right happy birthday little mike yeah 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 that's what's up man but yeah everything's been pretty good with me man um you know, my son's been going to football practice. Um, bad news is we got him a sports physical and found out that he had heart problems. Oh. So he has a slight heart murmur, So, but she cleared him to play. Okay. But there, you know, was practicing and doing a lot of running and he complained of chest pains. So I had, so I had to take him to... Um, I had to take him to the doctor, and I have to get him cleared by a cardiologist. Even though he was cleared by a medical doctor, uh, the one that did the sports physical, they have to. Um, I had to take him to a cardiologist in September to get him cleared to play. So he's just been on the sidelines and helping the quarterback out and shit like that. Damn, man. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's a little, you know, it's fucked up to see him so um, disappointed. Um on the sidelines and shit, but right. the coach is, is, is really keeping him, you know, involved and shit. And uh, right. he's number 52. Uh, he was going to play, you know, he's going to be a linebacker, so he was ready. Yeah. He was ready. But uh, I believe that, you know, I have heart problems. My mom have heart problems, and the shit is hereditary. I don't I don't really think it shouldn't affect him. But, you know, he, I don't think he's going to be able to play until uh, we get him cleared. But... Other than that, everything is is everything is everything. Everything is pretty good. Mom, um, everybody's calling me when they know I'm recording. <laughs> uh, that's kind of strange, but yeah, man. So let's just jump right into it. Let's go. Let's go. What's going on? Beyonce. Uh, yeah. Projected to sell three hundred and fifteen thousand units. Yep. 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 Um, High for where we're at now, but mm -hmm. low for Beyonce. It's Indeed. still it's still a win regardless. True. Um, how do you feel about the album? I've only heard one song. I got up to thick. I think it was thick. I want to say about nine or ten songs. It's decent. Okay. It's decent. Um. I feel like Beyonce is like kind of she's Drake because she jumps on little fads and stuff like that. Yeah. And one thing I've always said about Beyonce is the older she gets, 
the younger her music gets, in my opinion. You know, mm. like when she had personally, I think the best song that she ever made was uh, "Me, Myself, and I." Like, okay, and it's like the older that she gets, the younger her music gets because I feel like at a, at a point in time, like Jay Z. If you look at Jay Z shit, like he, the older he gets, the more mature, uh, the more mature his music gets. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not really any hip hop artists that do that, like Nas, Jay Z, and stuff like that. You know, right? But it's just like with Beyonce, like talking about the shit that she talks about. Like, you have to be mature, but ignorance, sex sells, mm-hmm. and I guess that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't it was pretty much what I expected, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, of course you got the the big Frida dude girl on that joint, you know what I'm saying? Um I'm not gonna say it's horrible. Okay. It's it's not. It's it's, it's from I guess maybe a little bit less less than half the album. Is she singing? Or is yeah. she just talking? She she's she's singing. Um it's a couple of songs that's very, very, very sexual. Um, that thick song I, I heard. The thick song is what I only one I heard, and she was talking kind. Yeah. Like, it wasn't singing, but she was talking, talking and, uh, that shit. Uh, the, seemed like know. a single. And and that whole uh, Khalees thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you and I think different than a lot of people because Beyonce used your sample. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the anger that she has towards Beyonce is. Is wrong mm-hmm. because you signed a contract, so she reached out. Beyonce is an icon to certain people, so she did what she needed to do, um, and she reached out to the people that actually own the music. Mm-hmm. Um, you signed a contract and stuff like that, and even if she didn't reach out to you, her using that sample, if you would have kept your mouth shut and everything like that, Milkshake probably would have started streaming on the charts again because yeah. a big artist like that but she messed up her blessing by running her mouth running the social media um, um what, what do you think about that situation do you think that beyonce should have extended the courtesy to call her i don't think so who is Khalees? <laughs> i mean nah she did what she was supposed to do just like not, jay uh did what he did when he got the nod sample he did what he had to do. He didn't have to ask Nas for it. He made it a hot song. <laughs> made it a hot line, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's business. Sorry your business wasn't in order for you to get paid the right way for your, your shit, and no one has to ask you for anything because you don't own shit. But at, at the same time, it seems like Beyonce still bent to, yet again, someone else complaining about some shit. So it's the second time she's modified her album in a week. Yeah, about the whole spaz situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to to another little situation dealing with music, Fabio Foreign or whatever, you know, saying that he signed a deal for $5,000 and all this other shit. Um, Hold on a second. What do you think would happen in the, in the era before streaming if all this outrage is going on and your album was just pressed on a, a disc? How would I mean? How would you modify your album to to do that so quickly? If you already you pressed a million copies of honestly Renaissance, 
And it's out there. Like, it would just be out there. And the world, when that shit, before this technology that we have now, before Kanye changed the game with changing the life of Pablo so many times, yeah, like, it would just be out there. That's, yeah. that's what it was. But the world is so fucking sensitive now that you, you have to do, like, you can't say certain things because it's inappropriate. Like, anybody knows, like, spaz. Okay, it might be a derogatory term. But mm-hmm. people have been saying spaz before they turned it into some term. Right. Like, I'm not going to go crazy. I'm not going to kirk out. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. And there's not too many artists right now. I don't think... If there's any artist right now, Mike, that would be like, fuck y'all. Like, I don't need to do this. This is what I meant. You would think it would be Beyonce as, power, as powerful as she is. Yeah. But if Beyonce changed her lyrics or her team did it, I don't really know how much I know Beyonce's like she owns all her shit. Mm-hmm. I don't really see Beyonce being like, oh my God, like change that lyric. I think it's more of her team and her publicist saying this, that's the right thing to do. And mm-hmm. she's just falling back, being like, oh, okay. It's Beyonce. Even if she I, didn't change it, I don't think anything would happen to that's, her. I agree with that. But I don't, that's why I think that she probably decided to do it. I think that she may have just been like, you're right. She doesn't have to do shit if she doesn't want to. She could keep it the same way. But I think right. that she was just like, I'm, I just don't want to have any backlash on some dumb shit. So I'll just take out the sample and take out the spaz and just keep it moving. I don't think that her team pushed her because she she's the boss. You don't think so? Nah. I just think personally, I, I agree with you to a point, but I don't really think that Beyonce was just sitting there like paying attention to all this shit. I think her public, Beyonce and Jay are too busy to like, I mean, even though Jay pays attention to everything that goes on and he lets you know, like Mm -hmm. every couple of years with some feature that he's on. Mm -hmm. But like, I honestly feel that, I think Beyonce is not a a fucked up person, Mm -hmm. but I really don't think that she was just sitting there seeing the outrage of a small selective group of people. Um, I believe it was if it was the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. then yes, you would probably jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, but this 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 small group of people, I don't really think that Beyonce gives a. F- I'm just I don't know her personally, of yeah. course. I think that my opinion is she has a a publicist that saw what Lizzo was going through and saw that little shit, you know, and was like, we have to do this. And Beyonce was like, okay, put out a little press. Mm-hmm. release and, and go ahead and change it. I don't really think that she said we have to do this. I really don't think she did. Because it's really not that big of a deal. And just like Dave Chappelle with his his specials talking about, you know, this transgenders and cysts and all this other shit, he, they tried to cancel him and things mm-hmm. happened, but you can't cancel him. Nah. You can't cancel Beyonce. You can make an outrage for uh, a week that the album released or whatever. Yeah. But in the long run, the people that is doing this would hurt themselves more than they would hurt Beyonce's pockets, her album sales, or than these people that was hurting Dave Chappelle. Yeah, a couple of shows got canceled, but most of those people walked out of their jobs and now they can't provide for themselves. So I think the world is too fucking sensitive and you can't cancel Beyonce and that's not what the fuck she meant. True. That's not what she meant. I don't know, man. I think she. I think that she may have been concerned about her perception or the perception of her being insensitive or some shit. And she was like, "All right, fuck it." She may not have 
brought it up, but she cared enough to have it happen to change. Well, At least I mean that. That, that I can see my point and your point. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. But moving on, uh, album. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but for what I've heard, she's you know getting younger the older she gets musically. But in this day and time, um, there's not too many artists that will be true to themselves and do what they do. I'm not saying that she has to, you know, not evolve, but she's aging backwards. You think she has surgery? What do you mean? Aging backwards. I know you meant that like with her artistry, but physically, do you think she's had any kind of work done? No. No? No. Nothing to her face, nothing to her ass? No. Um, The reason I say that, the first time I fell in love with Beyonce's look when she was in the case Happily Ever After video, and she pretty much looks exactly the fucking same, just older. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she doesn't have any ass. She didn't have ass years ago. She mm-hmm. just has hips. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and she, I don't really think that Beyonce would even do anything like that. She just seems like she's really confident in her skin and... She doesn't need to get any BBLs because she doesn't go out and bounce her ass anywhere. She might have a video that, what, Yonce shit? Mm-hmm. And she was kind of with her ass out and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But nah, I don't I don't think so. You don't think she ever would if she hasn't? No, I, I don't I don't think so at all. You know who I didn't think would have had work done but has work done is Halle Berry. Nigga, what? Yeah, she got her nose, nose uh, done. You can see it. If you took a look at a picture from her back in the 90s from Boomerang time uh-huh. and look at a picture from like after Swordfish 20, 2001, uh-huh. her nose is like slimmer. Really? Because that's crazy because in the 90s, she's a baddie. Yeah. Like she was, yeah. her face was yeah. fucking perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Google and, that and shit. See, but see, Mike, that's, that's another thing, man. Like people are so stuck on it it just shows that you can have all the money in the world and people love you and think you're beautiful but mm-hmm. you can have all that and still be unhappy with yourself mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying true um yeah it is what it is man but uh yeah i don't think that beyond but speaking about beyonce uh kevin gates have been making his rounds mm-hmm. and he said that and i know i'm gonna sound crazy for saying this but uh kevin gates said that Every man wants to fuck Beyonce, but I'm just pretty much in a nutshell. Everybody wants, every man wants to fuck Beyonce. I just have the balls enough to say it. Oh, is that true? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, like I said, I think Beyonce is a beautiful woman. Like mm-hmm. I said, I fell in love with her in the case happily ever after video. But I look at Beyonce when she it was, I guess it was a picture of her and Jay in the bed. Some, some. Uh, they came out with that album years ago. She had oh, a little yeah. butt cheek showing or whatever. Yeah. People don't got to believe me, but Beyonce doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Like, she's attractive, but I'm like, damn, I want to fuck that bitch. Yeah. Like, I, I don't look at her like that at all. I agree. She's like a... She's 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 pretty. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like fuckable pretty. Yeah. Well, no, she's fuckable. I yeah, just I don't want to fuck yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I like sex. Like sex appeal. I don't know. Yeah, she doesn't have it. Yeah. She doesn't have it. Yeah. But she's beautiful. Yeah. That makes sense to you guys. Um <laughs> makes sense to me. <laughs> but um 
I don't know. I feel like keeping it on music. Um, Kevin Gates have really been. I don't know. You know, with my job, I just sit in the control center and just search my phone all day. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Gates have been making his rounds, and he's really been back in the nineties. This would be considered embarrassing himself, but I guess now, like the shock factor is is good for twenty twenty two. But what's that ghetto bitch name? Uh, Carisha, that's supposed to be fucking with Diddy, but he's not fucking with her. Uh, I guess she's one of the city girls. She she did an interview where she interviewed um, Kevin Gates, and mm-hmm. she's like. When you find out that that was your cousin, did you stop screwing her? Did you stop fucking her? He said no. Mm. Um, he's talking about, you know, he's out with some chick from Rojas Wives of Atlanta or Love Hip Hop Atlanta, some some bitch, and he's fucking her. And it was asking him questions like, you know, you're married and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Carisha was like, well, what happened if I'm fucking another nigga? Like, would you be mad? He was like, what you mean? So I want when you fucking the other nigga, I want you to take a video. And I want you to show me that video so my shit can rock up and I blah 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 blah. What? Like he's been saying some wild and crazy, outrageous shit. Let's be a cuck. And it's just like this is the world that we live in right now, where it's just like the shock factor. Little Dirk's lookalike mm-hmm. is getting paid to put out an album. Does he have you heard anything he's made? I have not. I have not. Does he sound like Dirk? Or does he just look like Dirk? I, I heard him talk. He's like some Haitian motherfucker. He he doesn't sound like Dirk. Mm-hmm. He has the same skin complexion as Dirk and mm-hmm. the same hair that he done intentionally. Yeah. But, I mean, but you got to think about it, Mike. Like, you and I could get RJ to come over and do a beat and we could rap over that shit and, and we would probably sell records. Like you don't have to have a lot of fucking talent. Is his name like Fake Dirk? Or his what? name is Perkio or some shit like oh, that. Oh, okay. Um I we live in a society where a motherfucker is getting club appearances, is getting paid with no talent other than he looks like a famous rapper, and now he is getting paid to release a fucking Yo, album. I mean, just now thinking about this, like this is not a new thing. Maybe in rap, but like impersonators have been around forever. Oh, most definitely. Like Michael Jackson impersonators, Hammer impersonators, all motherfuckers get impersonated. And then yeah. they get paid to be impersonators. And out here, this is just the new thing for rap. But like historically, niggas be impersonating people and getting yeah. paid for that shit. But I think social media, like, yeah, of course. You go to Vegas, a certain thing like that. You know what I'm saying? You got motherfuckers mm-hmm. looking like, but. Like, social media has created a different type of animal, though. Yeah. Like, these niggas, like, lookalike, lookalikes are getting their ass whooped because of what the the real rapper have beef with somebody. <laughs> the lookalikes are getting their asses whooped. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, we, live, we live in that world where, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago, where fake Drake said when he got kicked out the club in Houston and shit like that. And I know somebody that actually knows that motherfucker. Which is crazy. <laughs> but like you get kicked out of a club in Houston and, and embarrassed. Your time is coming to an end. But you get on the internet and you challenge Drake to a celebrity boxing match and you say, Yo, if I win, OVO you baby. have you have to sign me to OVO for a million dollars. But like, okay. 
What a waste. Number number one, you're not a fucking celebrity. Yeah. No, but like people know you, but you're not a fucking celebrity mm-hmm. to where Drake would be like, what was he thinking? Like Drake's gonna be like, all right, bro, yeah, I got you. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And a million dollars? Fuck it, nigga. I'm rich. I'll give you two million. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what the fuck these niggas think, man. It's yeah. just the rap. That would be something Kanye would 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 do, maybe. Maybe sign fake Drake and use him. <laughs> but why would Drake sign himself like a clone of himself? That don't, don't look doesn't even sound. like, okay, I'm going to put it like this. Lil Perky or whatever the motherfucker's name, I might be saying that shit completely wrong. But this nigga like favors like little Dirk, like mm-hmm. legit, legit. He kind of does look like him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fake Drake. He's light skinned with a heart cut in his hair. That is it. <laughs> but other than that, he yeah, does not him. look like Drake at all. Yeah, nah. You know nah, what I'm saying? Nah. Like he's a chubby dude, like a cornball. Yes. Do I think Drake is a cornball? Yes. Yeah. But the women love Drake. Know. This guy. And the funny thing about the fake Drake, he was on a party bus with some Instagram models. And he legit said, I had, he had the heart cut in his hair before Drake. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, nigga, I don't, I don't know, but let's get past this bullshit. Um, Fake DJ Khaled. Have you seen him around? Yes, I have. He's, he looks like Khaled. Um, he even kind of sounds like him just when he says the, another one. Good, good point. Uh, so Khaled is doing his, his rollout. Mm-hmm. Supposed to have a song with. Jay Z and somebody, um, as usual. Khaled's time is is almost over. You think so? Yeah. Why? I mean, I think personally, with the big uh, album that he had last time, it didn't do as well. He got beat out by Tyler the Creator. This album's then, really ever. I think we talk about this. This album's really do well normally. You know, his albums they they go number one, mm. and he actually uh, has a big single usually with Jay Z, yeah. Meek, or somebody yeah, that does group. really good. Yeah, but like I that Igor album was fucking wonderful. It was really, 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 really good. Tyler, the creator, yeah. for his last couple albums, Word. the Gangsta Grill joint, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's getting better yeah. and better and better. Facts. Um, and the reason that I think that DJ Khaled is 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 over mm-hmm. um, is just because you get in the car and you make a video of yourself talking shit about somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're falling off a little bit. The Jay Z and Meek and Future f- feature it, it didn't do anything. Yeah. Jay Z, just a regular Jay Z song that's not connect, um, connected to DJ Khaled or Future mm-hmm. or Meek. They're mm-hmm. gonna do numbers, mm-hmm. but like all these, the same rollout all the fucking time. I yeah. think people are getting tired of it. Yeah, I never listened to a whole Khaled album before. Me either. I just. Never and it's like it's to. it's recycling the the last joint well not the last joint but I think the last time Rihanna actually made an uh, a song it was like a remake I think it was Rihanna and Bryson Tiller um it was just the Carlos Santana remix yeah, yeah. it it was it was fucking horrible I mm-hmm. love Rihanna's sexy fucking ass. I love her and Bryson Tiller's dope too but like I think. People are starting to look at DJ Khaled like, nigga, okay, 
completely get it. Like he's 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 in like Weight Watchers commercials, <laughs> dancing around. Mm-hmm. He's doing all types of shit. Like he's in a shower. Like it was a sponsored ad of DJ um, Khaled, like in the shower. Like just soap suds running down his fucking titties and shit. Like I don't know what the fuck he was advertising because I I flip I scrolled up, but it's just like he's he's fucking corny. Yeah, like he's very very fucking corny. Mm-hmm. We the best, like nigga, the best at what recycling people's fucking music. Yeah, like it's just I think his time is up. He's done a he's had a long run for the, 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 his gimmick. Yes, I don't really don't know what he does. Yeah, he is he assembles people together. Yeah, he 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 does, but I think that his 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 run, I could be wrong, you know, because he has his music is going downhill personally. I think and a feat and and the people that he's getting for these features, it's not really working for him anymore. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's there's rappers out right now with no talent that that can get more generate more buzz than having. Jay Z, Meek Mill, and Future on the record together. Yeah, he's got to mix it up a little bit. Like if he got like a a Kanye Drake song, that would probably go. But you know what? With DJ Khaled producing that one, I think a Drake and Kanye collab would have to go on a Drake album or a Kanye album. I think that collab wouldn't hit as hard as it would as it's supposed to if DJ Khaled did. Hmm. Like I, I, I don't know if that makes sense to you. I know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. If I'm articulating it correctly right now, I'm not sure. But DJ Khaled, like I've never heard like a song that was just like holy fucking shit. This mm-hmm. is really, really good by DJ Khaled. You know, I think the last song that was pretty decent was the keys shit. I got um, the keys. Yeah, I like the chorus. That was pretty good. Um, and the other shit. What was it? Uh, Nas album is done or something like that. Even a Nas song didn't hit as hard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't know, man. I never really thought he was. I never. I don't know his album sales, so I don't. I just know that he continues to make albums every like every year. It seems like he has another album coming out, and he does the little rollout. I think now his rollout, Mike. He really does have an album like every year. Yeah. So I, his his rollout now is. They're in some studio in New York, and they got Guru saying that um, Jay-Z hasn't lost a step, and this and young Guru said this is the best Jay-Z verse he's ever done. That's that's the rollout. The best Jay-Z verse ever? Young Guru said it's the oh, best God. Jay-Z verse ever. That's Come that's on. the rollout. And it's, it's a picture. I haven't seen it, but I was listening to Joe Budden podcast on the way home this morning. And they said that the rollout is they're in some iconic studio. I guess like Jay Z shaking hands with somebody or some shit, mm-hmm. or like DJ Khaled posted a, a backdrop in, in the studio, and he says, "Do you know where this is?" So that's his rollout. I feel like albums, like for instance, right, Drake. Mm-hmm. No matter if I think his music is kind of mid and is getting worse and worse, but he Drake didn't have a rollout. He just released a fucking album. Right. Beyonce didn't have a rollout. She just released a fucking single and said, hey, I'm sitting on a fucking glass horse. This is this is what it is. Run these numbers up. It was no type of 
ignorant rollout and bullshit. They said that she stole that image from Khalees too. You see the original Khalees version of that picture? She has uh-uh. a picture just like that, riding a horse. I was like, damn, Beyonce, did you really do that? But you know what, though? <clears throat> what? I'm not really putting it past artists to, you know, do it. Because, you know, they uh, they threw Rihanna in this uh, Beyonce, ver- well, excuse me, Khalees versus Beyonce thing. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, I think it was, I think I sent it to you. I'm not sure. But uh, somebody said, well, let's not, let's, let's be honest, Khalees. It would be no Rihanna without you. Rihanna's copying your style too. And oh Khalees said, you're right, honey, but let's take it one step at a time. One step at a time? She's next? So <laughs> it's just like Khalees. You're right too? She, she's like, acknowledging that, huh? Yeah, like she's acknowledging. But you, that's what I'm saying. Like you gotta understand. Like right now, people are they let the like okay, most of the rap beef and shit that's going on, and all these beefs within the music industry comes from fans. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine Nicki Minaj in a in a Cardi B record? How that would murder the game right now? But the fans are believing that the both of them can't coexist. So they're they're creating these mar- narratives and they're making these women hate each other for no fucking reason. You know what I'm saying? So when your fans get into it, they boost your ego up and they make you say and do ignorant things, which doesn't make any sense. Women typically cannot get along with each other. That is true. So it's and it's been historical with the there's only can be one Especially queen. Especially in hip hop. Yeah, there can only be one queen of rap. It can't be a co-queen. Can't be. It gotta be one. You got Clear Cardi. Cut. You got Cardi B showing little Kim love. Then you got Foxy Brown showing Cardi love. And it's just like, why not put a fucking track out like they did, like Angie Martinez and Missy did with the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. Like all four of y'all bitches, you know what I'm saying? Just get on a fucking track and break a fucking record. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it's like they they can't fucking do that because their egos are so big. Um Ladies but name. I guess yeah, I guess when you get uh when you get that big, no matter how much of a good person you are, your ego is going to be inflated. And I guess I can understand, but letting a person that you've never met before put a battery in your back is is just a little crazy to me it doesn't take much man like i was saying females just have a hard time coexisting they feel threatened by another one man even if there's nothing there they just can't do it just can't and that's what um once you were sending me the stuff that so-called nikki's assistant was airing her out Mm -hmm. uh and I end up typing the shit in, and I, I saw her. She was like tweeting the shit out, well, putting the shit out on Instagram. And one of the questions that I saw was, "Does Nikki seem uh, see Cardi as um, competition?" Mm-hmm. And the answer was very much so. Mm-hmm. Now, even let's be honest, even if that's not her her assistant, right? I believe that it. was a good question, yeah. and the answer was one hundred percent right. Right, because what other reason? Like, Nikki came in the game with cash money at that time. Cash, there was nothing bigger than cash money records. You know what I'm saying? 
So Cardi B was a fucking stripper, a mm-hmm. street bitch that was a stripper that went to love and hip hop that just blew the fuck up. And yeah. selling millions of fucking records. Yeah. And didn't have that big powerhouse behind her. Right. So looking at the situation, I, I would have to say that the ball right now is in Cardi's court. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's, I mean, if you really look at the whole situation, Cardi B is very authentic. She's jumped on songs with Key uh, Flock. She's jumped in like different shits and she's stayed true to herself. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, not so much. I mean, she jumped on the song with 6ix9ine. Mm-hmm. You you from Brickadad, as you called it. You know what I'm saying? And you had to jump on that. Just trying to catch a buzz. Kind of catch that buzz yet. Mm-hmm. And like niggas stop fucking with it because you're like, he's a rat. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not in the streets, but that's that's what everybody's calling him. He's a rat, and you did a song with him. You know that 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 foreign five year foreign song jumped on it. That shit wasn't it. Yeah, it wasn't it at all. Oh, yeah, might as well uh, segue into Mace and Fabio. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I watched uh, like a couple of little clips and everything. Um, so Fabio got on there. Somebody put a battery in his back. He went out there kind of talking a little slick. Mace come out and was like, yo, no, like we signed him. We got the publishing. We gave the shit back, all that. And we gave him the 5000 just because, you know, he was a, just a broke rapper and we didn't want to put some money in. And, you know, he held that down. Mm-hmm. And then everybody was on on Mace Dick again. <laughs> and then, then Fabio put some other shit out. And the thing, and the thing about it is, you just don't know what to believe anymore because there's been fake paperwork to come out about fifty, fake paperwork that comes out about Fat Joe. Right. So it's like you can create anything, and you just gotta believe uh, people's words. And that's yeah. like now in the culture that we're in, the climate that we're in, the last person that talk is the person that everybody's gonna believe. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you believe? Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I'm more to inclined to kind of believe Fabio mm-hmm. just because that is the world that we live in. Like niggas is broke and somebody they sign and they just take the money because they need that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm put it like this. I saw the Elvis movie, right? Mm-hmm. And Elvis got to a point where like, he wanted to travel the world, but his manager wouldn't let him. Mm-hmm. So his manager had him in a slave contract to uh, perform at this hotel in Las Vegas. Mm. So his manager got him hooked on drugs because he passed out and that his manager had a doctor inject him with some drugs. So that's how he got like addicted to, to uh, all the drugs he was on. So Damn. one day in a, in a rage, Elvis was like, and I did research on this shit. Like, it's, you should see that shit. It's very interesting. It kind of changed my perception of Elvis. Hmm. So what what happened was Elvis was like, uh, in a concert, his last concert, he said, you're fired. You're not who you say you are. Mm-hmm. So what happened was Elvis was like, I'm done. So he was like, we're leaving. I'm traveling the country. I'm not doing this with you anymore. So then his um, manager Said, okay, you think he's done? Typed all this shit up. And Elvis was like, yeah. He told Elvis, you're negative $8 million in the hole. So uh-huh. you have to be with me forever. 
So these type of record date record label tactics and shit like that has been going on forever. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. I fuck with Mace, but if you look at it, it wouldn't surprise me if a young nigga like him was in the streets and was like, damn, five thousand? Like, I gotta pay my mom's rent. Mm -hmm. I, this is fucked up. Mm -hmm. He probably did sign a fucked up contract. I mean, look at Meg the Stallion, look at all these rappers, look at little Uzi Vert and DJ Drama. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit has been going on for a while because when niggas just ass out and they finally, somebody's recognizing their music and they just throw something at them, they don't look at that slave contract that they signing. Yeah. It could and, be. and I don't mean to cut you off my bad, but you look at like Joe Budden and then what he went through. He mm -hmm. did exactly to Maul and Rory what was done to him. And mm -hmm. all you do is Mace complained about what Diddy did. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when somebody do something to you and you feel like you in a fucked up situation, to get that power back, you feel like you got to do it to somebody to make somebody felt feel how you felt. I what feel you. you. Uh huh. But but that's not the only thing Mace has been involved with, and I feel like what you're saying with Diddy, yeah, he he had a bad situation with Diddy, and he could learn from that and do the same shit, or he could do something different. Uh -huh. I'm inclined to think that he did something different, but maybe Fabio's team put a batter in his back. Yeah. Is fucked up, yeah. and maybe they're fucking up the money. Right? Like maybe Mace did give him his seven hundred thousand or whatever, and uh -huh. just not getting to Fabio directly because he got some people who's managing his money and telling him that he didn't get the money, and they got the money instead. Yeah, that's why I'm, uh, I brought up the Elvis situation. Like the only reason, like I, I. I believe Mace, right? But the only reason that I'm I'm like siding towards Fabio just because I know the record industry, uh, the music industry, and shit like that is like people have been getting fucked over for a long time. Right. But I did watch that little clip where, where Mace was like, "Nigga, like, no, I could have kept this shit, but mm -hmm. I gave him what artists don't do. I can't get up and say what Diddy did to me and mm -hmm. do it to somebody else. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So That's it's like. Saying. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, but I'm just looking at it from just how many artists have got fucked in the game, and and that's what I'm saying. Most of these niggas right now, like, there's a lot of artists right now that are that are getting fucked right now mm -hmm. just because at a time they were so desperate and they just signed some shit. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel like Mace cleared it up pretty well. Yeah, that's and that's another reason why I kind of believe him is because normally when a niggas fucking over another person, they don't really say nothing. They don't really go and address it. They just let it be. Like, I'm, I'm fucking you. You're getting fucked. Oh, well. Cry. But Mace ran out of his way to show proof of what he's doing. Like, it personally offended him that he's trying to do the right thing and then for some reason, Fabio's telling everybody that he got fucked over by Mace. So he went and showed all the receipts and all these clips of what he's done. So, I don't know why he would go so far to be lying like that, like it would, it doesn't make him look. It would make him look worse if uh, he went through all this, and in the end, he's still lying about it. Because I don't remember seeing Diddy going around saying, "No, I never fucked Mace over." Only thing he ever said was that he paid him, and then he then Mace left and didn't honor his contract or some shit like that. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I don't know either. But um, speaking of like. You know, like the Mace versus Diddy and, you know, just beef in the music industry or just people beefing with each other. Um, I've gotten caught up on Joe Budden's uh, podcast and um, I don't know if you heard it, but um, mm -hmm. Joe 
was kind of like directly, indirectly talking shit about Maul. Um, I don't know if you heard of the group Division. Mm-hmm. They had a song that they did some rollout for. Uh, I got to listen to the song again. I really, the first listen, I didn't really fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reason I knew the song was coming out uh, so I follow Division on Instagram and I follow Maul and Maul is in the video. And Joe pretty much called Maul a video, a video nigga, like a video girl. Mm-hmm. And pretty much was like, yeah, you get these clown ass niggas to be in the video. And, uh, and then, you know, Joe was like, he went to get his Manny and Petty, and I'm not making the shit up. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said he went to get a slice of pizza, and he saw Maul in the street by himself. Okay. Joe was by himself, and Joe said, pretty much in a nutshell, he was going to beat Maul's ass. Mm. So I was like, damn, is this shit true? Mm-hmm. So when all that shit was going on, when, when Maul was like, my karma is beautiful, the day that the podcast was released, Maul got found that tweet and pinned it on that date saying my karma is beautiful. Um and a lot of people saying, Yo, yo, you putting in you pinning this tweet because you heard what, what Joe Button said about you. Mm-hmm. One thing that Joe said, and I'm just realizing like I don't really understand what's going on with that whole situation, is because one of the things that Joe said was all the shit that he was saying. He lucky, he lucky I ain't put hands on him. Mm-hmm. Now, as you know, like we were really, really keeping up with all that, mm-hmm. especially me. He got on air and tried to publicly hum- humiliate them. He mm-hmm. fired them on air, mm-hmm. called Maul like some bitch ass nigga, mm-hmm. and he was stealing laundry detergent. Mm-hmm. Everything that Maul said after that, Maul was like, clarifying what happened and was defending himself mm-hmm. and when Maul and Roar would go in different places like people would just ask them so in the climate that we live in I think it's kind of corny but they capitalized and got their deal off of their beef with Joe mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I get that but one thing that I don't understand about this uh, Joe versus Maul 2.0 beef is Maul and Rory don't talk about him anymore. Right. And Joe said, I saw this nigga and I was going to beat his ass. All the shit that he said. But What's I'm just saying? trying to figure out, like, what the fuck is going on with That's that? what like, I've been trying what, to figure out. What did, he, what did he say? Yeah. When that everything that he said that I saw was a rebuttal to what Joe said about him. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, maybe I'm missing something right. or... I'm on the internet all the time. Like I send you these notes and I've been like looking and searching. Yeah. And that they even had ice. They uh a podcast interviewed Ice mm-hmm. and they were trying to say, yo, you, you think that the, the the show has gotten better since the other guys left? Mm-hmm. And I Ice music takes, I want to slap the shit out mm-hmm. of them. But it was a really mature answer. Mm-hmm. He said, They winning, we winning. It's a different show. Mm-hmm. They went through what they get went through. They got the bag. They doing their thing, and we doing our thing. It's a total different show. But I'm not gonna. He said I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna shit on those brothers to feed some narrative that you have. Mm-hmm. So okay. that was a really mature answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but personally, my my ill feelings towards Joe aside, 
I think he's a brilliant uh, podcaster. Yep. But for Ice and Ish to go out and get a manager, mm-hmm. when Joe has been kind of joking around about firing him and all that shit, mm-hmm. I think that he's a bad businessman when it comes <laughs> to... Not when it comes to him. He's going to get his money and do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. But I think he likes to belittle people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that he's he's too much of a narcissist to really see the error in his ways and see that he, he fucked up a certain situation. Do I think it took Ice and Ish a little bit um, long to grow on me? Mm-hmm. But I think the show is pretty good with them. It's it's a more mature kind of topics and shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Maul, Joe, and Rory, I think if they were still in, the show would be a lot bigger than what it is mm-hmm. still. Because looking at the stats and everything, he's still doing numbers, but he's lost a lot of his viewerships on uh, Patreon and on YouTube. While Maul and Rory are still smaller than his show, but their viewership is going up on YouTube and Patreon. Yeah, personally, I used to listen to that show all the time. Every I would be the, the, when it dropped, the day it dropped, I would listen. Exactly. But yeah. now I kind of it would be like a few months of episodes that I have to catch up on yeah. really. But um, and Rory and Maul show even worse. Like I'm, I really don't listen to that show. I only yeah. listen to it every blue moon. So. Yeah. The result of them breaking up is that I listen to none of them really anymore. Right. I prefer them together. So them separated is not the same. Not the same to me. They're they're all good, but they're great together. Yeah. I mean, the really the shit that I listen to that I like I'll listen to our shit a couple times. Um, I listen to Bakari Sellers, it's a political podcast. I listen to uh, Straight Shot No Chasers with Tesla Figaro. Um, so I'm starting to listen to like more like political podcasts. I listen to Maya Culpa with Michael Cohen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why I listen to political podcasts, but I just do mm-hmm. and listen to our shit. Um, mm-hmm. one, one thing that I can say, um, I liked them all a lot better. I know this sounds stupid, but I liked them a lot better when he didn't. Like when he was on the Joe Budden podcast, and that's crazy, and it was on his phone. Mm-hmm. Like listening to him talk a lot now is it's weird for me because I'm not I'm not used that. to that. Yeah, I'm not, really still not, not used, used to, to it. Rory, on the <laughs> other hand, Rory is Rory. He has really dark humor, and he he brings it. I think personally, Rory could have a podcast by himself, yeah. just with his musical knowledge. He's these last two singles have been fucking ridiculous. Mm. His 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 vibe that he gives off, he's like really like humble. He's like very dark humor and shit like that, and very sarcastic, which that's the way I am. So mm-hmm. I think it's really good. But like, uh, I haven't really I haven't listened to their podcast shit in a couple months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've listened yeah. to like little clips and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and. I just now started getting caught back up to Joe's joint. Um, I think when I got, when I was on it, I started listening to the joint because he had Lloyd Banks on there. Mm. Um, I did hear that one. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. I just. I, Did you hear the pat? I'm sorry. No, I didn't hear the pat of the bell. You gotta listen to that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good. That was a really good episode. I was on. I didn't expect it. I just wanted to hear what it would sound like. Then I just kind of got into it. So, it's, like, Drink Champs has really good interviews, but it's just Nori. Like, he he won't let people talk. He's like the yeah. black DJ Vlad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when Vlad talks, he acts like he was there. Like, motherfucker, yeah. you asked me a question. Like, you wasn't there. Yeah. And that's what Nori does. He, he does. Has he gotten better? He has. At least on that episode, he was letting her he let her do say what she wanted to say. I think that's probably just a respect thing. Yeah, could have been. He he rolled out a he had a red carpet for her to walk in. The whole he did the whole thing for her. That's his own. He has yeah. a lot of respect for her. Yeah. He's been in a game, she's been in the game a long time. Mm-hmm. And when you when you told me that shit, I was like, nigga, Patty LaBelle? Yeah. But then, you know, you got them YouTube shorts and uh Patty LaBelle looks like she's well versed in the uh that podcast. Yeah. It seemed like she actually yeah. watches that shit. Yeah. That was that's pretty cool. But yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna check that out. Um so once we done recording, I'm going to see Bullet Train. So I'll probably listen to uh the podcast on the way to Woodbridge. Um okay. Yeah, man. Uh this has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But T Pain, now you know mm. that I'm a Tupac fan. Mm-hmm. T-Pain said that Tupac will get ate up lyrically in this generation that we have now. I don't know why he would think that. No one raps about anything. This this generation is nothing. No substance. Exactly. (laughs) Um, That's crazy, man. Okay, so there's no... I thought you was going (laughs) to say something different. All right, so we're on the same uh, page. Now... What do you feel about this this hip hop uh, hip hop alliance situation? Hip hop alliance? Yeah, you haven't heard about it? No. It's like almost like a retirement fund for rappers. Oh, that's what Nori's been talking about. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's a thing. Uh, it was formed by KRS One, Chuck D, Big Daddy Kane, and Slick Rick. Okay. Uh, I believe. Big Daddy Kane is the president, I believe. Um, okay. I feel like the people that I named, it wouldn't work with anybody else but them. Like KRS-One. Legends. Chuck D. Yeah. Big Daddy Kane and Slick Rick. Yeah. Like Legends. Hip Hop Alliance, those names, it just totally make fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Um, totally makes sense. All right. Uh, mystical. Oh, rape. Rape again. Mystical. It's been going around for a long time, even when he had those, you know, 1990 braids that looked like they were (laughs) supposed to be for females. Um, tried to hide his big forehead. It's been known that people <laughs> that people have been saying True. that he's been a raper for years. Uh, um, I don't know why he got to do that, man. Yeah, and, and, and like, come on, man, imprisonment and, and abduction. He got like a fetish. He but you know what, it. though, I, the lady listeners that we have is a small percentage according to our stats and whatever. But I don't want to turn any ladies away. But the only thing I'm going to say is this. A woman could walk into 
a police station Danger. said that my baby daddy hit me or my baby daddy kidnapped me. And they would automatically believe her. Yeah. So, I mean, some people, I was talking, having a conversation last night, and this, this, this female said, well, if he's been accused before, we have to believe that he is a rapist. Have to not know, but it makes it hard not to when he has prior history of doing this shit. It makes it easy to believe, like, okay, you're known to have done this before. So being told that you've done it again is like, oh, man, did it again. It's easy to believe something that if it happened before. Yeah. I I just I just don't know what, what to believe, man, because I've seen some shit. Uh I've I've literally seen a female talk to a guy that was a like pretty much her superior flirt and all that. And get them hemmed up. And if she can't get what she wants out of them, like they have false allegations and all this other shit. Like, but how how is it that this nigga com, com, continually finds the woman that will claim that shit? Like he can't vet them properly. Like you know what, Mike? But that's just like women that are in relationships that keep on picking the wrong guy. Maybe he's attracted to just fucked up ghetto ass hood rat bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I I don't know, but there's a whole bunch of people that just enjoy toxicity. They enjoy being in fucked up relationships. How do you how do you identify this that type of woman? I'm gonna call. I'm gonna claim rape. Like this is not the first, second, or third time that's happened. Right. It's like the fourth rape. Yeah. I think, yeah, this is the third or fourth one. How can you, how can that happen? That makes it more like unbelievable. Like, that's just like a woman that gets in her first relationship or she gets in a relationship where she's being abused and then runs away from that guy, ends up getting back with him or going with another guy that beats her up. You know, like some people are just, they, that's just who they pick. Yeah. That's just who they want to be with. That it, that's easier to understand, like the type of you're 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 attracted to a type of man, like a like a, a controlling guy. Uh-huh. But a rape claiming girl, how do you how do you even see that? Oh, you you will call you will claim rape. How do you see that? Like, what traits would a woman have for you to be like for that to be something you're attracted to? I'm not saying he's attracted to girls who claim rape, but there's something about that girl I think- who happens to think. Who happens to be capable of that type of shit? Maybe, maybe he's a, a sex addict, and maybe he just gets a little rough, and they claim rape. I'm not copping for for mystical or whatever. I'm just saying that, you know, it's it's people are just a little weird now. Yeah. You know, maybe he just gets in a relationship and just does shit, and they're like, "Damn, nigga, like I know you a freak, but goddamn, nigga, like what the fuck that's, is this?" That's where I'm at with it. Like he, it, he, he might just be. Little too rough. Yeah, I think that's. I, I don't think it's just the girls just want to get him and have him locked up for rape. I think that he might just be. It might be him doing something. 
Yeah, I, I don't know, but we'll see if, if he beats this. Uh, man, it's a shame, man, because he yeah. he had a chance to come back and really do something when he got out like the first time. He had a song with like Bruno Mars that was really really hard. Yeah, but, but I know, guess that was like that was like two rapes ago. <laughs> You're stupid, but I guess to we're we're end on on this note. Uh, I've been doing a little research and digging into certain, hearing from certain different sources that I've I've seen on the internet that Trump buried his wife, uh, his first wife, near the first hole at his uh golf course. Now looking at the situation, and I know I might sound crazy for saying this. His first wife, he buried her near the first hole. <laughs> <laughs> and also, and all now you gotta this I'm thinking the way I think Trump would think, right? Now, first wife near the first hole. And also all the the things that he gets, right? So you know that he has a lot of people coming after him and he owes a lot of people money. Mm. From the things that I've read and the things that I've heard, that golf course cannot be seized by anybody now because he it's can he can get certain tax write offs. Mm. He can get um, certain perks mm. and everything. And the thing that I've read is he charged her estate like different fees and everything like that. So all the shit that they would have got if they would have went to a um, cemetery and buried, he got all that on top of tax-free shit, on top of saying that that's a cemetery. And mm. if you do the research on a cemetery, like a cemetery can't be seized or whatever. So if he goes mm. to prison and certain shit like that, and with all the shit he owes, they can't take that golf course now because a body is buried there. Wow. That's so crazy. These pictures that they, they look super photoshopped mm-hmm. and after I hearing like the tax breaks and the write-offs and all that it that sounds like something he would do on top of being petty. Damn. And burying her near the first hole. That's some wow. That's pretty <laughs> clever. <Smart>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's what he's been doing um for a long time and and for millionaires, billionaires there's loopholes. Mm-hmm. But then also I'm thinking there's people that create people that created these these laws and stuff like that. They're pretty smart. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure there's a loophole for the loophole. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if this is true, but the little bit of shit that I've read and seen and having to do with taxes and they can't seize it when he knows that he's about to pro- possibly go to jail. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Um Yeah. But the thing that having to deal with my, you know, my dad's two year anniversary was was not too long ago of him passing. Like the children, mm-hmm. dad, you're gonna bury my mother at your golf course. Like, is there like a a um, gravestone? Yeah. Hmm. Um, but it's like. In the ground, it's not the is, one that like sits up. It's one oh, that's like, like flat, so they okay. can pretty still much. So they play like play they, golf they, over. They uh, playing. This is on the course. It's not like 
like on the the grounds, like there's trees and shit, and she's in the trees or some shit. She's, from, like she's I in the said, green. She's in the green, so you putting over her like from body. Like, and shit? like I said, like the pictures look kind of fake or whatever. But after reading the shit, that sounds like something he would do. Like from the pictures that I saw, the one picture that looks kind of real, like it's not like in an area where it doesn't look like there's in an area where they don't play golf. Mm. So possibly you might hit the ball off course and it might land on old girl's grave. Wow. This is what it looks like. Um, That's crazy. What was that? Thunder? But uh, yeah, man. I I don't know. It's just been a crazy couple of weeks, man. Just there's some quick notes. Uh, a mother in Australia uh got her newborn's birthmark removed with laser surgery. Mm-hmm. So a newborn baby's face is all red because she didn't want him to have a birthmark on the face. Um, gay BCs. Uh, it's a ABC book. With ABCs, just explaining homosexuality, lesbianism, or whatever to 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 kids. Um, yeah, I guess we have different outlooks on it. Like I have a cousin that's gay. Uh, I know gay people. Uh, I have no problem with their lifestyle because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Forcing this shit on kids. Now you gotta understand, right? Your your brain is most of it, like you learn most of your shit in your first couple of years, mm-hmm. right? And around the time that you learn your ABCs is when you're soaking in a lot of knowledge. So to have gay BCs is programming your child to be gay because gay BCs doesn't even make any fucking sense. A B like just regular alphabet is is fine. Like gay B C's is a little overkill for me. I think the name it's just a you know one of those provocative names, but it it depends on what's in the book. I can understand teaching not to be gay, but to teach them what it is, what what to what, how to identify what a gay what gay is. Like you understand what's going on. Why is he with him or right. she's with her? You know what that means. Not. You should do that, but what is that? Yeah. I don't know. It, there's a fine line there to to uh, teaching it and to program them. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the book has in it to really stand have a stance. But I can understand having awareness to things like to make it not so. I don't know. Maybe you bully somebody the wrong way and make them kill themselves. But now you don't because you understand that this is their preference to how they want to live. So maybe just a way to create more tolerance to differences. I I, I guess, man. I'm trying to find uh, where I found it. Like the uh, the shit is 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 a little. It's just a little crazy. Trying to find this shit. Hold on. Uh, let me see. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. 
gay, the gay BCs. B is for bi. You can shout it out loud. I like more than one gender, and that makes me proud. L is for lesbian. It's love and affection between two special girls who share a connection. I think that shows right there what they're trying to do. Um, gay B, I mean, excuse me, ABCs are universal. Like, they don't have to be, they're just letters that helps you learn how to read. They don't have to be about heterosexual, homosexual. It's just letters. Mm -hmm. And What would you call it? What do you mean? Like, you have a problem with the name it seems. What would you name the book if there was a book? Like, I, I just have a problem with this. Like, just call it ABCs. Like, ABCs is ABCs whether you're gay, right. straight, whether you're fucking from China or from Nepal. Yeah. Like, ABCs is ABCs. I just don't understand why something like this, you had to, like, flip it to some, like, some narrative like it's just a little weird and it's like you you have a child you, so you know that certain shows right now certain cartoons are not for kids yeah you know youtube kids is not for kids it's mm-hmm. just like these these things is getting younger and younger and trying to teach sex ed to elementary school kids and shit like that right. it's it's just when do you think is the right time for them to learn those things? <clears throat> I do believe that you should teach your kids young because there are molesters and stuff out there where you need to say, hey, this is your private area. Make sure nobody touches this and shit like that. <clears throat> but of course, I, I, I read something online where there was a, a parents outraged because a teacher were teaching uh, elementary schoolers how to pleasure themselves. This is, yeah, that's wrong. All that's wrong. But what do you think is the right age for them to understand what a lesbian and a homosexual and trans, transgender, all that? When do you think is the right time for a kid to learn that, a, a, a person to learn that? I don't really think that there is a right or wrong time. It's just like what it is, like with my kids. I have a third grader, I have a sixth grader, a seventh grader, and a ninth grader. Mm-hmm. Like going around, like kids are very uh, inquisitive. Mm-hmm. So we went around, uh, and my youngest daughter, she's she's really smart, and she said, "Dad, why does that man have on lipstick in a purse?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "That's his lifestyle." Mm-hmm. I said. He wants he likes other boys and he wants to dress like a woman. Mm-hmm. We don't judge them; they're different. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's that's when I think if your kids see it, they ask questions. Make sure that you have a good relationship with your kid, where they can ask questions, where you can tell them that we don't have to agree with that, but we don't judge that person. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the way I. So I don't really have an age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. think when they see it and they ask the question, then that's when you let them know. Because if they're really young, then that could be a problem. You know what I'm saying? When I they're really you. old, then when yeah. they get older and they're in high school, they're like, wow. Because I told my son, 
and I, I don't think that my family members agree with me, but I was having a conversation with my son who's a ninth grader, and I said high school is a different animal. Mm-hmm. High school is where you go, you find who you are. You mm-hmm. find out if you like boys, you find out if you like girls, you just really find out who you are. And my mom was like, why'd you add that in there? I'm like, just because that's when you actually find out. Mm-hmm. What what you like? I'm not saying I want my son to be gay. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you have to like the way I teach my kids is not to hate anybody, not to judge anybody. The way my wife teaches my kids is if you say cuss words, you listen to rap music, you do this, you do this, you're gonna go to hell. Mm-hmm. You know. And the last thing I want, and I made a joke about it. My wife didn't think it was funny, but I said um, you don't want the kids to be outside. You know, having recess and one of them fall down and the kid said shit and the kids go and be like, you said shit, you're going to go to hell. Mm -hmm. I said, because they can get in trouble for that. So I'm teaching my kids that believe in God and just know that you're not God and you don't have a heaven or hell to put anybody in. And just because somebody's different than you doesn't mean that they're wrong and you're right. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So to answer your question, I know I just went all over the place, but to answer your question, I don't really think there is a right age. When they see it, when the question comes up, that's when you ask them. What if they never ask you? A lot of kids don't, may not ask. They might just assume this is wrong uh, or whatever and Uh don't ask questions. It's like, make fun of that motherfucker. You're not like me. Nah, the reason I disagree with you on that aspect is because. Ignorance, nigga. But nah, but nigga, you, you can't. Watch a fucking McDonald's commercial without two dudes kissing. You know what I'm saying? You you can't watch a fucking pet food commercial with without two women kissing. Like this shit is everywhere. The world is becoming so desensitized to violence, to homosexuality, to to just everything. So everything is everywhere. Like mm-hmm. you and I grew up, shit was a lot different. We would see shit, but it wasn't just thrown in our faces on fucking commercials. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. But, it was, but that doesn't make you understand what you're saying. No, but like I said, but if like kids are very inquisitive, they ask questions all the time. So I was watching TV, and once again, my youngest daughter was just like, "Dad, is is that a a man in high heels?" It, it I think it was like a fucking dog food commercial, mm-hmm. and a nigga was sitting there. He was had a yellow fucking halter top on, and heels just dancing around, and came and gave his dog some dog food. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. So. Your kids are gonna look and be like, "Damn, what's that? You know, what what is this?" I'm not saying that that's gonna happen all the time, but mm-hmm. the world we live in now is everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's, I think, a gay couple in my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, we went to fucking uh, uh, Weiss the other day in Publix, and it was two niggas holding hands. You know what I'm saying? Two girls holding hands. So the shit is everywhere, mm-hmm. and that's been my experience. I can't talk to anybody else's experience, mm-hmm. but from my experience, like. My kids ask a lot of questions and they and they they see shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's there's a fucking uh animated series on fucking Disney Plus. It's called Out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it and they use like the little um the little characters where it draws kids in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that shit is everywhere. Buzz Lightyear. My kids want to watch Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Do I have any problem against homosexuality? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. But Buzz Lightyear, it's a it's a kid show. Why do you have to have two people kissing, two 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 females kissing? Why do you have to have that in a kid show? 
You understand what I'm saying? It's not just for kids, though. I mean, we we were kids when that shit started. Yes, so you're right. It kind of is for. It's kind of trying to reach to every group, like trying to entertain the kids and the adults, because where we were kids when that shit started in 1994, uh-huh. and now it's been all these years later, almost 30 years later. But they're marketing. It's the children. They're 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 marketing. Yes, if you're uh, Toy Story one, Toy Story two, like well, the original Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're not marketing in that shit for adults. They're marketing it to 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 children. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like I don't have any problem with with that. With you know that, but just Young Jock was being interviewed on DJ Vlad. I think by DJ Vlad. No, it wasn't by them, but it was on his. Uh, network on YouTube and he said something that made a lot of sense to me mm-hmm. he said you know what he said the world is, is really fucked up he was like if a man likes a woman and a woman likes a man it is what it is but gays have to come out why you like who you like you do what you do it's not going to stop me from doing business with you you understand what I'm saying it's mm-hmm. like why is it like a whole like rollout? Because like Jared Carmichael, he came out doing his his comedy standup. Mm-hmm. Like why? Why? You date men, you date men. It's become like almost like a fucking spectacle. Like it's like people just do things because it's like the shock value, or I'm going to get publicity off of this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this whole thing has turned into. If love is love, if your name is Billy and you love Joe and your name is Christine and you like Chelsea, that's what it is. It doesn't fucking matter. You don't have to make a spectacle of your love life. Who you like is who you like. If people agree with you, they agree with you. If they don't, does that really ruin your fucking relationship? I I agree that some people may be selfish about the way they roll it out, but in some instances, I think that they're just trying to make people feel like it's not... Like, don't be uncomfortable with who you are and to make them feel it's okay to like who you like if they bring it to the public eye as opposed to some secret thing that they do on their own. Like, they want to make them feel like they can be who they are in front of everyone by making it something that everyone sees. Everyone's aware of it, so it helps bring more, like, acceptance to certain shit. Like, ah, this whole situation... Uh, it's a little crazy, man, because it's a little loud little little white bitch. Uh, her name is JoJo Siwa. Mm-hmm. My daughter's... Is her whole name? Her name is JoJo Siwa. She's <laughs> got her whole name out here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's been on Disney. She she oh, okay. has like... She's a star. Yeah, yeah. She I thought had, some kid on the street. Oh, no, 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 no. She's a famous person. <laughs> okay, we, okay. We've talked about this before. Oh. She has like sneakers in Walmart. She says like big bows and stuff like this and... Like she's very, her personality is very like she draws people in. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Very interesting young girl. Mm-hmm. And she has a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And special announcements to my to my whatever fucking hive that she has, whatever she calls some mm-hmm. kids that follow her. She says special announcement, guys. I'm gonna be talking to you guys later on, so make sure you turn post notifications on. Mm-hmm. Like my my kids were just like, oh Jojo, see why blah blah. My girls love her. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, like 
what the fuck is this about? It just seemed like really kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And um, turned it on, watched it. She's like, hey, fans, uh, just want to let you know that I'm, I'm gay. Mm. I like girls. And you should be ashamed to like girls, too. Mm-hmm. There's a narrative. There's something out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, gay people are allowed to have dogs, right? So, so mm-hmm. why is there a man dancing in heels? Like, do do only gay people get HIV? Mm-mm. Why why on HIV commercials there's there's dudes like fucking tongue kissing on a commercial? You HIV commercial? Yeah, there's there's dudes like kissing on a commercial. Like they're they're sitting there like on like. Uh, on a dock, swinging their feet, holding hands, and, and, and kissing. Like, TV is very weird. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. This can be a whole nother episode. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, shit's shit just a little a little crazy, man. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah. We are out. Till next hour. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that like button, comment, and subscribe. And until then... 